in a world where achievements and accolades motivate us to do more and be more, we're often left wondering, is this really it? Deep inside, you know there is more to life. You're ready to leave behind the old push your way through and claim the deeper life that's calling you. That's where we excel. We're your hosts, Stephanie Allen and Marin Oslak. And this is the Soulful Leader Podcast. Sit back and relax as we share the shortcuts we've uncovered to help you make shift happen. Hi, welcome to the Soulful Leader Podcast. I'm Stephanie and I'm here with Marin. And uh, wow, what a past month. What a past month. I, I've been reflecting a lot. At the end of every month, I look back and say, I hope I'm I'm not the same as I was in the beginning. Hmm. <laughs> and that's important to me. You know, I've been reflecting a lot around what it means to be a success. And we tend to be kind of, you know, looking at the outer world. And I've been turning it inward and saying, well, what does that mean inside? Like, what does that really mean? How to be a success? And one of the things that I I do every year is I I, I kind of presence each month coming up for the upcoming year. And for the month of April that has just passed, um, kind of a, a card that I pulled or a quote that I pulled was what is something that the Buddha said <laughs> that the truth. There's three things that cannot be hidden for long. One is the sun, one is the moon, and the other is the truth. And that that word truth, Hmm. what the heck is truth, right? Like we can say, you know, we can go into this is right and that's wrong. This is good and that's bad. We want justice and we want to know the truth. But on what level? And I I was having a conversation with this with somebody the other day, and I said, you know, when I was back taking physical education <laughs> back in the eighties, one of the things you weren't were were, were kind of inc- like encouraged not to do was to to lean you know your head back and pinch the back of your neck and look up into the world. And I think about that because that was the late eighties, and then we moved into the nineties, and all of a sudden the advancement of cell phones and laptops and driving all became even much more fast pace and everybody was leaning forward and down and over everything. So what is the antidote but to go backwards and look up and open up the chest and heart. And I it makes me laugh because what we think is true on one level or one decade or one moment, you know, we start to evolve and we start to create in our lives and then all of a sudden that's no longer true. Mm. So what is the truth? Can you, can you relate to this Mirren? It's like sometimes we think, you know, we got it all figured out. <laughs> We got it all figured out and then dang, you know, a boomerang happens and something goes and it it takes us into another direction. I am. To me, there's two truths. One of them is like absolute truth, T with truth with a capital T. And then the other is relative truth. And I don't know that we could actually know absolute truth with a capital T. And the, the mystics say that truth with a capital T always, 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 always ends in paradox, which means that the truth is both sides. It's all of it, right? It's like, it's paradox anyway. 
<laughs> okay. Okay. You got to give me an example of that. Cause I, like, like, I, that always paradox word always makes me kind of go, what, what do you mean? So it's true, but it's not true. Correct. And, right. <laughs> right. Wrong. Right. Yes. Up, down, Yes. in, out, left, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And all is true. <laughs> and all is true. <laughs> yeah. So if we're, let's start with truth being relative. So truth with a small tree, like my truth is relative to me. This is what you were just talking about. It's relative to me where I am in the moment. Like for me, as a, a woman who has experienced menopause, my truth will be very different from um, a young teenage boy, <laughs> right? What I'm supposed to eat, how I'm supposed to do things. Like What's true for me, I can't say that's absolutely true for all people and all beings and every, et cetera, et cetera. So it is relative. And I think that for myself anyway, I've gotten very attached to my truths and they become stories in my life. And then when they change, it's abrupt and it feels it feels like somebody's ripping something out of me. Mm. Like, what? Because Very I've lived jarring. so long. Yeah, I've lived yeah. so long with that quote-unquote truth. And so one of the things that I've started to do is hold truth lightly. I like that. I was just going to say, because the attachments, there. when we get attached to a story about who I am or who you are, then there is no space for right. evolution. There's no space for possibility or curiosity. And, uh, you know, for, for, you know, the both of us, you know, we, we really are questers of looking at what is the question that my life is meant to be the answer to, you know, we, we did that in an earlier podcast. And if we attach to an answer right away, then all of a sudden our growth stops and we're going to be set up to be hit you know, by sabotage or ridicule and not, not just outside of ourselves, but from within too, you know, and I think there's, when you say, hold it lightly, it, it allows for that space and that malleable, that flexibility, that flow to have happen and to be surprised and delighted about what might become possible. I, I have a great example of this. I was talking to a woman yesterday and explaining that you and I are doing things differently, helping to shift the way the business does business. She said, well, what's next for you? Do you have a business plan? And I laughed because this is one of my truths of like, well, if you're in business, you need to have a business plan. And that's been what I should say. It's been one of my truths. And I, I chuckled and I said, you know, just recently, Stephanie and I have had been working with a business coach for years. And yes, that's have a business plan, break it down into here's what needs to happen next and then next. And then and you've got your one-year plan, you've got your three-month plan, and you've got your every week, and here's what needs to happen. And it's very logical and linear. Mm-hmm. And we are in the process, Stephanie and I are in the process of doing that differently. And so we don't have the traditional business plan. And we are working with life and spirit to evolve where we're going. And so that's one of those places where holding the truth lightly, and I'm going to use, you know, earlier you said something about good, bad, right, wrong. Is it good or is it bad? Is it right or is it wrong to have a business plan or to not have a business plan? 
Well, I mean, that's when it depends on who you ask or when you ask it and how you're feeling in the moment, right? And also what what stage is a business in? Is it appropriate for that business? Because we are choosing not to do it. Does that mean that no business should do it? Like mm-hmm. there, it's not so absolute. There are no absolutes. Yeah. And so having that, when we so hold it lightly, mm-hmm. is not having that instant judgment around what I know is truth in this moment is truth for everybody in all places or even the person that I'm talking to. Right. Yeah. yeah. So where, where is it that, and that you're being called? And so that takes me to the other thing that you mentioned is what's the question for your life. And I would just recently, <laughs> here's another of my truths, right? There isn't necessarily one question for your life. I was recently introduced to turn lab and one of the things that they have us doing in it is 12 questions. What are the questions? What's the quests of your life? And I just wanted to speak really briefly to the power of that is in our brains, we have something called a reticular activating system. And there's such an abundance of information out there and our conscious mind can only handle a a really small segment of it. So something like our brains take in 11 billion bytes of information per second and our conscious mind can only manage like 60,000 bytes of information. So there's like way, and we experience this on the internet, right? There's so much information out there and we can't Mm. take in all of it. So the job of our reticular activating system is to decide for us what's important to us, what we actually notice and take in. If you're not aware of the questions of your life, the things that you take in will be random. Like there, we've talked about the, the, the cork floating down the river before. You'll be the cork floating down the river. That's what I was just thinking of. You know, it's like, someone said to me the other day, well, what's the point of asking questions? Like if we don't, if we don't have the answers and we, you know, why would we keep asking questions? And I said, because the questions help to direct the reticular activating system. They frame everything. You know, like the things you notice in your life are in direct relationship to the questions you're asking. And so if you're not consciously asking the questions or if you're not aware of the questions you're asking, here's an example of if I, and this is something that we all do, there's some little, the itty bitty shitty committee in our heads <laughs> ask really bad questions. Why does that always happen to me? Right. Why am As I so me, stupid? Why am I so stupid? Yeah. Why am I so fat? Why am I this? Why am I that? Like from a complaint, yeah. guess what? Your reticular activating system goes, oh, that's a question. And so it's going to keep showing you all the reasons why you're stupid, why you're fat, why this keeps happening to you. Why am I always and this broke? Is, why this am is I called this? suffering, people. Suffering. <laughs> this is the crazy mind, right? That literally takes over. It hijacks everything in our body, in our mind, in our emotions. It hijacks it. And it makes no space for love. Yeah. Love for ourselves, love for others. This is the value of becoming aware of the questions that are running your life. Because it's not your goals that run your life. We think, set the goal. 
have the business plan, do this, like that outer, you know, linear, logical thing. Those are not what actually runs your life. The questions that are being asked are the things that are running your life. So becoming aware of your questions. So I have a really cool experience the other day. I was in Costco and I was determined I had to get in and out of Costco in a certain amount of time and I wasn't going to spend a whole lot of money. Like, have you ever done that? Yeah. <laughs> at Costco? Right. <laughs> so I made it perfectly clear that I had my list and away I was just like totally focused. And I picked up kitty litter. So I picked up kitty litter. And as I was picking up kitty litter, I heard in my own self, you need two boxes of this. I'm like, are you crazy? I don't need two boxes. Hmm. I need one. Don't be so foolish. This is what I'm saying to myself inside. And I'm hearing, no, you need two boxes. I'm like, come on, really? Anyway, I didn't listen to it. I just put one box in and away I went on my, on my efficient route in Costco. And (laughs) I kept pushing the, the, you know, the little trolley there that that you have, you know, your, your basket with all your stuff in it. And I kept walking on all this gravelly stuff. And I'm like, my God, what, what is this mess that I'm walking in all the time? And about five, six, maybe seven lanes later, up and down Costco, some lovely woman said, do you know that your kitty litter is leaking? And it had been inside and the kitty litter had been pouring out for like <laughs> all of these rows. And I'm like, dang, now I got to go all the way back. And pick up the second box. I'm like, oh my gosh, I did need to get the second box of litter. Like I, I, I heard this inner guidance and I didn't pay attention to it. But here's what I realized as I looked back, I, I looked at the little loop-de-loops and all the in and out of the aisles that I went in. And I'm like, here I was thinking I was being efficient. Mm. And it's such a metaphor because had I listened to that inner guidance. And, and I'm saying this is not intuition. This, you know, this is guidance. Because I was, I was dang sure I was right. I only needed one. Mm. <laughs> Had I just been open to the possibility and said, you know, maybe I will take two. It would have actually been more efficient. And I also realized that the beauty of tracking my trail, <laughs> <laughs> that it was in loop-de-loops and in and outs and all of the things like that. I said, isn't it true about life, right? It isn't a straight line. It never is. It isn't. And and it was such an insight. Like, there wasn't even a right or wrong about that. Like, I could say, oh, I was wrong. I should have listened, and I should have picked up those two things. Should have, could have, would have, ought to, right? Or I could have said, wow, what a lesson I just got. There is no direct line from A to B. And I can follow the trail back and get what I needed and what an opportunity to grow. Like it's just, and what if we looked at that in everything in our life, that it isn't a straight line. Mm. It isn't a business plan or it is like, it doesn't have to be one or the other. I think the, the holding it lightly is Mm -hmm. so key of like, okay, so I have a business plan. I'm not going to toss it out. And I hold the possibility that it's not a straight line to my business plan that all of those nice little dots that I lay out of, okay, that my business plan determines my one-year plan and then my three-month plan and then my one-week plan and then this is what I do today. And what I do today may change all of that. Exactly. It takes me in a totally different trajectory. You know, and this is, I'm, I'm using this personally as a relationship too, 
So, you know, you're always in relationship, whether it's relationship to yourself, your body, relationship mm-hmm. to your business, to your children, to your spouse, to like, we're in relationship with everything, not just a human being, but you know, what is that relationship like? And we can kind of get very anchored in like, this is right. And this is wrong. This is good. And this is bad. And there's no space to then kind of reignite what the commitment is. It's like, what mm-hmm. am I committing to? being right, that this is the way it has to be and controlling it and manipulating it? Or am I, is there a greater truth that is calling me? And there's that T with a capital T, right? There's the truth with the capital T. And so that truth with a capital T, getting back to that is what is truly calling you? And can you have you developed the skills? Are you even interested in being able to track that? Mm-hmm. Because that only comes, that's in out each of our hearts. And what's in my heart is going to be different from what's in your heart. What's going to, there's however many billions of people are on the planet, trillions, right? That's how many unique capital T truths there actually are. So let me ask you, Marin, do you have a practice to hold the truth or your way? Or your questions lightly? Hmm. That's a great question. Um, my teacher, our teacher actually, has a saying that I repeat to myself on a regular basis all day long. <laughs> and he simply says, interesting creation. And what that does mm. is something comes along, say, for example, you know, (laughs) here's a going back to the business plan, right? I've got my business plan. I'm going, I'm, I'm trucking along, I'm doing my thing. And all of a sudden, like there's a stop sign in front of me because I keep running into dead end after dead end after dead end. And I'm being asked to go in that direction a difference. I'm being asked to turn left, but I'm not paying attention because I have my business plan. I'm so focused on, no, I'm set. I'm going to get there. (laughs) Head down, butt up, rational achiever, go to the end (laughs) at all costs. Gotcha. Right. (laughs) So what's allowed me to start to shift that and say, okay, well, that's an all well and good. And maybe there's something over here. So when that stop sign shows up, whatever it is, whether it's somebody telling me you can't do that, or it's the financing isn't there or the, I, I get present to hmm, interesting creation hmm. that takes it out of the good, bad, right, wrong. I'm supposed to do something with this right now. Oh my God, what the hell? I don't know. Ah, <laughs> mindset. Yeah, and that's it, great allows me the space to say, oh, it's possible that I'm still supposed to continue on the path that I was on. It's possible that I meant to turn left. It's possible that I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. It puts me into. (laughs) And that's a real cool thing. I was just going to say the unknown, the the I don't know. Like how comfortable are you all out there who are listening? How Mm. comfortable are you not knowing and being able to say to someone, you know, I don't know. Now, when I say that, you know, and, I, and I'm working with clients and people will say, I don't like, I'll kind of have them tune into their body. Like, what, what is your body might be saying to you or showing you or different things? And sometimes they'll automatically default to, I don't know. And I'm like, yeah, you know, that's okay not to know. 
and also know that your deep truth, <laughs> the, the, you have a blueprint of truth deeper than you'll ever, ever know, so buried in within you that you, like the caterpillar, has the DNA, has the IntelliKey to become a butterfly, but it's forgotten. And it doesn't know how to become a butterfly. It can't become a butterfly by itself. It needs That's the right. imaginal cells. It needs the imaginal imagination. Yep. And this is so key because if we can start to practice our imagination, because we practice it all the day, by the way, with your itty bitty shitty committee, you have practiced the negative <laughs> shit going on. Right. That Imagining even, all the oh crap. Oh my God, you are so <laughs> freaking good at imagining all the crap. So if you can just take that and translate it over to an empowering place and imagining great things happening for yourself, or even being open to the possibility that there's great things, your reticular activating system is going to start to be rewired mm -hmm. into a whole new way. And so I think this is so key for our, like for myself, I'm loving this, you know, for myself, for you, for all those who are listening, it's like, what if there was a practice of just presencing the not knowing Mm -hmm. And not trying to figure it out, not to going, oh, I got to figure this out. I got to figure out what this right, is. I have, gonna, right. I, I have right. to know, should I keep going straight or should I turn right. up? I, like I have to get that answer. I have to have that answer. You know, and you may never, oh my gosh, I'm sorry to even say this, but you may never, oh. I know, you may never, ever, ever know the answer. Like, oh my gosh, are you going to be okay with that? But to know that the quest that you're on is going to be the most magical, mystical, alchemical, beautiful unfolding of your life that you've ever known, and that that might be the truth, that may be exactly what is meant to happen, is to stay in the unknown, Ooh, the uncomfortability. It's so interesting because we're taught that if we control it, then we will have everything that we want and life will mm -hmm. be good. And I'm going to invite you to unlearn that because oh, the opposite, beautiful. the true magic in life, the absolute beauty and magic in life is in the discovery, is in the journey of getting to know our own truth, which only happens through being in the unknown through surrendering control and saying, I don't know. Yeah. Cause and I, I'm present. I don't know. And I'm still present to what wants to, yeah. I'm present to what wants to happen for me right and there. with me. Yeah. Cause I, I know when I get in myself, when I am so attached to being right, damn it. I am so right. I'm going to prove to you why I'm right. Mm. I get headaches. I have neck pain. Yeah, the cost. I have hot flashes. <laughs> it's true. And, and and I can't sleep. I I am so consumed. And I'm consumed by that energy. And mm -hmm. so I have a little mantra that I have practiced for years. And it helps me. And may it help you. I often will say to myself, I don't know if I'm right or wrong, good or bad, correct or incorrect. All I know is that I am part of a loving universe hmm. and that only good wants to happen through me and for me. So I surrender. Help me through this or take it from me. That is my mantra. And when I'm in a, in a hot mess and I'm all screwed up, going everywhere, let me tell you how many times I tell you tell myself that to that. Because that is the... 
that is the calming effect to the other part that says, no, I'm freaking right. And I'm going to prove to you I'm right. Mm. And like that road, I feel like Matrix, you know, in that movie Matrix, when when um, Trinity says to Neo, you know, you've been down that road. Mm. <laughs> you've been down, you know where that road ends. Right. But dang it. We have to unlearn it. We have to let it go and go, you know, we know where that road takes us. Right. It's familiar, but it doesn't make me feel good. And I definitely don't want to make another person right or wrong or good or bad. I don't want to do that to myself. So what is the alternative? Surrendering. Living in the not knowing. And absolutely knowing. Like my trip in Costco, that that knowing self that said, you're going to need two boxes of kitty litter. <laughs> just saying. You're going to need two boxes. And not being attached to being right or wrong and just doing it. Like, what's the worst thing that will happen? You have two boxes of kitty litter. Right. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Or I have to put one down further along the way and pick, like, really? Oh, we're so hard on ourselves. Mm. To be able I to let go. Yeah. That is the key is not being so hard on ourselves of allowing that we do live in a beautiful, loving universe and that it there is guidance every step of our way and it does it will take some unlearning of i need to control it to make it right <laughs> to i need to let it go and follow the follow the kitty litter trail <laughs> oh my gosh if you can only imagine turning around and i'm this is in our lives right if you can only imagine turning around 180 degrees and looking back at the trail of your life and see all the meanderings it wasn't a straight line and that if it had been a straight line, what you would have missed out on. Mm. You know, it's like, why do we get so attached to that? It has to be a straight line and it has to be this way. If we can let all that go and have a sense of humor, what a joy ride it can be. Yeah. Really. <laughs> I love that. So you have a couple of, uh, you, I love the mantra that you shared with us. And for those of you that are listening and wanted to write that down, don't worry about it because I'm going to put it in the show notes for you. So you can go to the show notes for this week's show and the mantra, Stephanie's beautiful mantra will be there. I will also include the mm, interesting creation, <laughs> although that one's yeah, much easier. Fas to fascinating creation. <laughs> <laughs> much easier to remember. So this week, Think about what are the questions that are leading your life, that are determining where you're going and, and what you're seeing every day. And do you want to adjust those questions? Thank Thanks you. for joining us. And we will see you all next week on the Soulful Leader Podcast. Remember that you can find us on Facebook now. Um, you can find us on Facebook, which is normal, and LinkedIn. And you can find us on YouTube now. So share us with a friend. And if you feel like it, give us a review on your favorite podcast channel. Thanks so much for joining us. And that wraps up another episode of the Soulful Leader Podcast with your hosts, Stephanie Allen and Marin Oslak. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to dive deeper, head over to our website at thesoulfulleaderpodcast.com. Until next time.